How's it going? Steve Bertrand, Rolling and Rambling Podcast, episode Double Deuce, the old 22. Uh, getting pretty close to the old 3-0 mark. Um, for Anchor, the way that it's sort of setting everything up, it has me, it asked me originally if I wanted to put like seasons in my podcast, uh, you know, when I'm listing them. And I think, like, I just started doing it, so I kind of kept doing it, but I don't want to have like 100 episodes for season one. So I think, like, season, uh, so I'm going to kind of end that first season, um, at the 30 mark, because that was kind of my first goal, and then I'll figure out where I want to go from there. I think I like doing them every day, because they're short, um, and I think it's important to have a podcast that people can, you know, you can binge watch binge watch, binge listen to my entire sort of series of podcast episodes uh, in a fairly short amount of time. I mean, they're, I think the longest I have is like 1955 or something like 20 minutes max, right? I have a sip of my tea here. Um, little side note for nobody's, uh, that nobody really ever needs to know. Just a random factoid about me. I'm actually fairly horrible at making tea. I just am. Um, you know, I find I like a stronger tea now. I used to drink Starbucks all the time before pandemic, and then I started making tea and all that stuff at home, and I used Tetley, and, and I just, like, I got used to a stronger cup of tea. And whenever I go to my mom's place, she makes wicked tea. Like, it always tastes good. It's always got enough... I take sugar in my tea, take cream in my tea. It's always got the right amount of stuff in it. Um, but, like, more important than all that, it seems to be steeped right all the time. Like, that's the thing. I mean, it, it sounds so stupid, but even I steep my tea for the recommended amount of time and it doesn't come out right. The only time I seem to get close is when I just straight up boil the water and throw the tea bag in the cup. I know for you serious tea drinkers, it's probably blasphemy. Um, to have tea that is, um, you know, you know, only using one tea bag per one cup of tea, but uh, you know that's why Tetley and those kind of teas are super awesome because you can do that and you just have a stronger cup of tea. I'm not a big coffee drinker because I think it treads my stomach and always makes me sick, um, but I do enjoy my caffeine, and I haven't been drinking enough water lately either. So yesterday I don't think I really had any like water other than like the the tea and the things that I had, which doesn't give you a lot of water. And that's probably why I woke up feeling like such crap this morning. Um, but anyway, enough about me and tea and hydration. Here's something that some of you may know, depending on how stalkerish you are of me on the uh, internet machine. I said stalkerish. I don't know if that's an actual word. But now it is because I've used it on my podcast, so there you go. Here's the thing. I applied for a Shopify job. I was f for sure thought I was going to get it. Like, for sure. I was like, okay, this is all the stuff I do all the time. I've done customer service. I've done um, website maintenance. I launch websites. I do updates. I do all the sort of techy stuff plus the customer service. And, you know, um, not that I use this as to my advantage, but when they ask, do you have a disability, 
And I said, yes, I do, because they actually asked. You know, I figure that usually gets you in a little bit further, like, you, you know, um, use it and sort of help help sort of get you ahead. But I got an email back today saying that I didn't get a job. Or I didn't get the job. Another sip of tea there. I'm feeling a little parched. I feel like, I feel more... Feel, I almost thought that I felt like pompous and arrogant, like pausing to drink tea, you know, while I'm on this, I'm on this podcast, but I actually am sitting here with one hand in my pocket and I'm sipping my tea and I feel quite British. I actually don't. I just, I'm, I'm actually sitting up more and I feel like I'm reflecting as I sip tea. So maybe that's why people like it so much because they just sit and they sip their tea. And usually I guzzle my tea because I want something to drink and goes with the breakfast and all those types of things. Anyway, I had an epiphany around employment. Typically, I don't usually apply for posted jobs. They say 85% of jobs are never posted. I don't know what the new stats are. But typically what I've always done is decide on a target throw my resume together and go knock on the door, give them a cold call and have an informational interview. I've always done it that way. The last job I had uh, before the part-time stuff I have now, I went in and did that. And all the skills that I have now, I learned on that job. Probably not all the skills. I mean, I learned a lot of them on my own with my own projects and things, but a good chunk of them I learned along the way. So I essentially, instead of having to go to school for it, I got paid while I was learning it. And then for the job that I had now, um, he was a buddy doing similar stuff. And I left that job and I phoned him up. And this was pre-pandemic. I phoned him up and said, hey, you know, do you need anybody? And he's like, yeah, I got probably maybe five, maybe sometimes 10 hours worth of work a week. And I started that and I was like, cool, everything's going to work out. I'm going to work part-time until I find something else. And then I'll be able to work on my own projects and network marketing and all these different things. Everything's going to be great. Then boom, COVID-19 kind of put a wrench in those plans. It's great though, because I got to work from home and part-time and figure a bunch of things out. I had a bunch of personal things going on and some some family uh, and, and friend things that I needed to be available for. So it worked itself out. And then I was for sure, because, you know, I've always wanted to own a condo or a house, you know, and I was like, it's, it's definitely time for me to, to step up and, and make a bit better money and then move up the ladder and do all that type of stuff. And so I was convinced with, you know, getting the help, working on the resume from a professional, you know, all the skills that I had, everything that worked out, um, I, I was convinced I was going to get this job and I didn't. And it didn't even make me sad because I'm so used to not getting a lot of the jobs because it's not, there's nothing personal against that stuff. I mean, I guess when you think about relationships and, you know, if you want to date somebody or whatever and they say no or, or they break up with you or whatever, there's like this level of rejection and you feel sad because someone doesn't want you or whatever. And people feel that sometimes when they don't get jobs, they feel disappointed. I don't typically because 
number one, a job's a job. And a lot of times I've left jobs that didn't work. I've been, I've been sort of let go or laid off from jobs that I wasn't too good fit for. I've had so many sort of, I quote unquote, negative experiences with jobs that I just sort of let it roll off. But it was a moment for me to, to reflect and think about, okay, like clearly there is a blockage in my thought process. Like I really believe there's, there's power of intent and positive thought and things like that with work, by the way, like nobody can just like squeeze things into existence. Like Gary, Gary V says, like just the whole law of attraction without the work is, is ridiculous. Jim Rohn said, um, that, that, um, wishful thinking without action starts delusion. Positive thinking without action starts, starts delusion. And like, you have to put the work in, right? So, you know, right now it's still about, you know, making calls and handing out resumes and doing all that stuff. And it makes it a little more difficult because of COVID and my sort of, you know, uh, risk tolerance towards the possibility of getting COVID based on the age of my parents and my risk factors. I'm a little more cautious of it than some other people, which I think is okay. So that puts a wrench into like wanting to really go work in an office. Plus physically, I don't really want to necessarily have to do that all the time if I can avoid it. But it really kind of lit a fire in terms of what I wanted to do. I've been thinking about this for a while. This actually, because we're at the the sort of 10, almost 10 minute mark. This might actually go a little bit longer while I explain what I'm planning to do. So for a while, I've been watching this kid uh, named Beheza. Um, he's a young kid from Belarus. Um, and he, he, he does pretty good. Like he does drop shipping stores with spot with Shopify and, and um, you know, uh, Instagram page building and, um, promotes products that way that he gets off a, you know, AliExpress and then, you know, sells them for a profit and talks about it on his YouTube channel. Um, and while I've got you here, I'm going to look up, um, the spelling of his name because I think it's, I always forget how to spell it. So I'm just typing it in if that's what you're hearing. So it's technically Biaheza. Um so B I A H E Z A or Z A depending on where you're from. So B I A H E Z A. Biaheza. Look the kid up. He's pretty awesome. Makes really good videos. They're actually really informative. And he's pretty funny. Good hardworking kid. And he has a series currently about like what would he have to do if he started over. So he went on to Craigslist. And he found a free item, which was like a oven. He picked it up himself, cleaned it up, sold it, and then put that in his pocket, you know, as a start for for making some extra money. Kind of like the Gary Vaynerchuk flip challenge and all those types of things, you know, just selling stuff in your house as well works for that. And I had a while back tried to sell all my PlayStation, a bunch of my PlayStation 2 games online on ebay and i sold one of them just to try took picture of it did the whole thing i didn't put a reserve bid on it someone bid a dollar 20 and then didn't actually pay me so i never sent it um and then i was like oh well this 
dumb. And then I had talked to a store about possibly buying them all. I think there's like 40 or 50 in there. And I, I just went conservative with it and I said, okay, well, if I, if I was to sell them, um, I, I'd probably get, you know, somewhere between 30 and $50, right? So I just decided on 40, obviously, split it right down the middle. And that sort of saves me the time of having to list them and sell them and, and whatever else I can sell them down the road. But that started me on this path of thinking about what I can do. I mean, obviously the work that I'm doing for the web design company is part-time. For those that really want to know, right now I'm on uh, sort of disability benefits from government income and things. And, uh, you know, I claim my income every month and all those types of things. But, uh, you know, kind of everything that I make on the side is a bit of a side hustle. So it's hard to to sort of determine what's more side hustle than the side stuff I'm already doing, if that makes sense. But I decided that I was going to put $40 into my PayPal account. And then I wanted to wait and see and find something that I could do in an attempt to make money. Um, so anything unrelated, I've decided anything unrelated to um, the web design company that I work for or the wheelchair shop that I'm doing some website updates for, or like if I, unless I'm doing like consulting client work, um, everything above and beyond that is going into this like earn extra money type fund. So, you know, if I get, if I win any money on scratch ones that I get from Christmas, if someone gives me some, if a family member gives me some cash, you know, for a Christmas present or whatever, or, you know, um, if I, if I get something, um, you know, extra that I've earned on one of my projects like AdWords or AdSense or anything like that, I'm going to put it towards my side hustle. But right now I have, um, I have 40 bucks and I got some, I got some, uh, ideas on what I want to do. Cause like I said, I've always, I started this podcast for absolutely free. Anybody can start a podcast. Anchor.fm is the app that I use. I just hit the button and I do the whole thing and it puts it out. It's not on, on, um, I haven't yet put it on Apple Podcasts. I'm, I'm still figuring out how to do that. But there are people on Fiverr that will promote your podcast for, for cheap. And I'm going to try that out. I'm going to try more of that stuff. I have a hosting account with all my other websites. So I've been playing around with the idea of actually like, getting another domain for 14 or 15 bucks and doing that, that process. But like I said, in the last couple podcasts, stevebertrand.ca works uh, fine. And now that site's going to get a little more attention um, because I'm going to put a page up for this podcast and then I'm going to promote it. And then my goal is obviously to figure out a way to monetize. And it's not to, annoy people and, and, and do all those types of things. But I want this to be an opportunity for people to realize that if you just have something to say and, you know, you have an ability to articulate it, not only are you going to get better at doing that by doing something like this, but everybody has the opportunity to do some sort of side hustle. And I do some network marketing and I do a couple other different things, but nothing is really ever sort of taken off as easy as this. I mean, I think it's, again, just because the ease of, 
of access to something like this. Obviously, if I got huge with like somebody like a Joe Rogan or, or even you know your minimal podcast, like need some some audio editing and things like that, and need some people helping out. But right now, it's completely free. Just download the app. I started a podcast, so uh, there's people on Fiverr that'll help promote the po- the podcast, and I just want to see where I can get it up to instead of, you know, um, and, and just see where it goes. And then throughout that process, it's not just about monetizing the podcast and annoying the crap out of people. It's also about, you know, that process of thinking also allows me to then think about different ways I can make my quote unquote side hustle work. You know, whether that be figuring out a way to, to have somebody do some guest blogging for me because they can do it faster and better than I can. Or, you know, whatever it turns out to be, you know, maybe I'll end up using this, this money because, you know, to promote some of the podcasts, but I'll also, it, it might end up being, um, promoting, uh, something else that I'm trying to sell. You know, like I'm an, I'm an ambassador for the Libert EQs, the exercise bars I was talking about, and they're wonderful. Uh, so maybe I spend some ad money on that. Who knows? Um, I have a book that I've been trying to write for the last, uh, you know, I would say the last six, seven months, but realistically I was looking back at some old messages. I've been trying to write a book uh, or saying that I'm going to write a book since like 2011, 12 and 13. I sort of talked about it and I, I've started a few, I started one about accessibility back in 2014 and did nothing with it because I was annoyed with that subject. And, you know, I got pretty close with this one. It was more just about me and cerebral palsy and all that stuff. And then I stopped because of sort of the personal chaos that went on with it. And I also got, like, creatively stifled. And I think I was more or less rambling through the book. But, you know, I'll have a, I'll have a book to publish that I want to actually print and see if I can sell it. And I'll have people helping me with that. I'll need editors and and different different people. And, of course, I'm... I'm willing to use anybody within my network that wants to make a few bucks doing stuff like this. But the, the benefit of using something like Fiverr is I, I can sort of for fairly inexpensively trial and error some of this stuff. And at the end of the day, I think it's important just to start doing more stuff. Uh, somebody asked me a little while ago, that uh, what are my three words for for 2021 and uh, focus, flexibility, and fearlessness. And then I added a fourth F in there for finish because I start so many projects and then I don't finish them. Obviously, this project's ongoing, but, you know, like I, I start a lot of things that I don't tend to really put the focus in and finish them. So that's something that I'm working on and I'll have more updates. I'm going to do this today. I'm going to find out how to put this thing on uh, Apple Podcasts and all my other episodes. And then I'm going to pay this person on Fiverr to promote it and see where we end up. And uh, I'll report back tomorrow. And then I'll uh, keep reporting in these next few episodes what I need um, or what I've decided to do to try and increase that uh, side hustle. Alrighty, uh, I don't know if you can hear that, that's a fire truck in the background outside, so something cool is happening outside, but uh, ep- this has been episode 22 of the Rollin' and Ramblin' podcast, so enjoy the rest of your day.